Welcome to Daily Success where each day we discuss ideas, insights and strategies to help you become a better version of yourself and to not only survive but thrive in the modern world. Hello everyone, this is Parth and today I'll be sharing an audio clip by Zig Ziglar for Motivation Monday. In this clip, Zig explains that we must never underestimate the power of words. The words that come from our mouths can dramatically impact people's lives. That's why it's best to develop awareness, kindness and empathy as we interact with others in our daily lives. Sigmund Freud once said, By words, one person can make another blissfully happy or drive him to despair. Your words can either make or break someone's life. A few words of encouragement and appreciation can boost someone's confidence and self-esteem and give them the push that they need to take their lives to the next level. And a few words of reckless criticism and contempt can dampen someone's resolve and sometimes even push them down a dark abyss. If you are not careful, a word can cut way deeper than any blade in the world. Therefore, it's wise to pay attention to the words that we speak, more so in difficult times when the tides are against us and we are more prone to lash out at others. The bottom line is that we must all be more mindful and aware of the words we use on other people. As Zig Ziglar puts it, you never know when a moment and a few sincere words can impact a life forever. Let's listen to Zig. A number of years ago or so the story goes, a young businessman came home with a notebook full or a briefcase full of work. And just as he got started good on it, his five-year-old son came up to him with a question. And being a good dad also, he answered the question and immediately got back in his uh, work. And about two minutes later, the kid comes back, you know, with another question. And uh, dad, uh, being the good father, he stopped and took time and answered the question. A couple of minutes later, it repeated. And he realized that he was not going to be able to get anything done, uh, you know, if his child kept asking him all these questions. So he had an idea. He had a picture of the, had a day's paper. And the day's paper had a big picture of a map of the world. And so a bright idea came across, you know, and he, he tore that map up into just many, many pieces and gave it to his son. He said, here, son, what I'd like to get you to do is I would like to get you to put the picture of this world back together. Let's see how quickly you can do it. Well, he figured he's good for 20 minutes, uh, you know, anyhow that he'd have peace and quiet. Well, about a minute and a half, two minutes later, he uh, came back up to him and uh, he said, Dad, I'm all through. And his dad was absolutely astonished. He said, son, how on earth did you put the picture of the world back together so quickly? The little guy kind of grinned. He said, well, Dad, on the other side of the map was a picture of a man. And when I got the man right, the world was right. <laughs> and isn't that so true? Isn't it true that when we get the man right, the world is in fact going to be right? That's really what we've got to do. Now, we can dramatically impact other people's lives by our relationships with them. A word of encouragement will give them a lift. Uh, you know, a put down will uh, give them a lot of discouragement. We need to be very careful, therefore, about the words we use with people. 
Down in the little town of Italy, Texas, there was a young black girl named Linda Isaacs. Linda was a dwarf, and uh, she had been tested when she was, oh, about four years old, and they discovered she had some serious learning problems. When she got to be six years old, though, they decided to put her in the first grade because, you know, there's no place else to put her. And so the teacher uh, was approached by Linda's mother, and her mother was really nice to her and said, now, Linda's kind of got a problem. She's not going to be able to learn, uh, but she's such a cute friendly little girl. All of her classmates will call her shorty. They'll adopt her. She'll be the class mascot. Uh, but don't expend any effort in trying to make her learn or teach her anything. She just can't learn. Well, she was 100% right. In the first grade, she hadn't learned a thing. But she also was right when she said she was going to be very popular with her classmates because she was. They decided, uh, despite the fact that she had not learned, that they would promote her. Uh, because why make her go through the rigmarole of making new friends every year? She wasn't going to learn anything in either grade, and so they promoted her to the second grade. Linda Isaacs went through all of her school years without learning anything. They graduated her from high school. Now, she's a member of a minority group, she's a dwarf, and she's functioning at the first grade level. Now, you tell me, what are her chances in life? I think you'll agree they were slim at best. Her mother by then is getting on up in years. She takes her to Dallas to live with an older sister. The older sister takes her down to Goodwill Industries where she met a lady named Carol Clapp. When Carol Clapp looked at Linda Isaacs, he did not see or she did not see a helpless, hopeless little girl who was going to be a ward of the state all of her life. She said to herself, this little girl is here for a purpose. There's something there. I'm going to find out what it is. She gave her a new series of tests and discovered that Linda Isaacs could, in fact, learn some things. And so they gave her a very simple little job, which she outgrew at Goodwill Industries that very day. The next day, they gave her two jobs. She very quickly outgrew those two. Now, fast forward for a year. One year later, Linda Isaac is answering the telephone checking the payroll and functioning almost as a full-fledged secretary. In 12 months, she learned dramatically more than she had learned in 18 years of school. For 18 years, countless people, well-meaning, loving, good-intentioned people, had simply said, Linda can't learn, Linda can't learn, Linda can't learn. And for 18 years, Linda Isaacs had parroted that phrase, Linda can't learn, Linda can't learn. <coughs> And then one day, they changed the tape. And one day, a teacher, a lady who had looked at her in a different light, said, Linda can learn, Linda can learn, Linda can learn. And in wild-eyed astonishment, this child of 18 all of a sudden found herself saying the same thing, Linda can learn, Linda can learn. Now, don't misunderstand. I'm not simply saying that all you got to do in life is to change the input from the negative to the positive. But I am, and that's going to solve all of your problems forever after. But I am saying that you are what you are, and you'll hear me say this a half dozen times tomorrow. You are what you are and where you are because of what's going into your mind. Now, you can change what you are. You can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. It's a matter of choice. When I was 45 years old, I was stone broke and in debt. I'd worked all of my life. I changed the tape, and a lot of things have happened since then. And I'll be talking some about that tomorrow. So that was Zig Ziglar. 
His website is ziggler.com and this clip is from a video on YouTube. The title of the video is Classic Zig Ziglar at Motivation Monday. I'd also like to read today's meditation from the book Words to Live By by Eknath Ishwaran. This meditation kind of deals with the same subject and emphasizes being deliberate and intentional about the words we use with people. August 2nd The words of the tongue should have three gatekeepers. Arab proverb. Before words get past the lips, the first keeper asks, "Is this true?" That stops a lot of traffic immediately. But if the words get past the first gatekeeper, there is a second who asks, "Is it kind?" And for those words that qualify here too, the last gatekeeper asks, "Is it necessary?" With these three on guard, most of us would find very little to say. Here I think it is necessary to make exceptions in the interests of good company and let the third gatekeeper look the other way now and then after all a certain amount of pleasant conversation is part of the artistry of living but the first two gatekeepers should always be on duty it is so easy to say something at the expense of another for the purpose of enhancing our own image but such remarks irresistible as they may be serve only to fatten our egos and agitate others we should be so fearful of hurting people that even if a clever remark is rushing off our tongue we can barricade the gate we should be able to swallow our cleverness rather than hurt someone better to say something banal but harmless than to be clever at someone else's expense i hope you enjoyed this episode Grab a copy of my beautiful ebook Success Essentials Guidebook. You can get it for free from my website thedailyapple.me. I'm sure you'll love it. Also, check out the Better Thrive store where you will find personal development, success and philosophy merchandise as well as some useful digital products to help you become better and thrive in the modern world. And lastly, I would be really grateful if you could give a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify because this will help others discover this show and I'll be able to inspire more people and convey meaningful information to a bigger audience. That's all for today's episode. I hope you have a great start to the week and I will talk to you soon. Enjoy. I hope today's episode added incredible value to you. For more helpful resources on personal development, philosophy and holistic success, come visit my website parthsahani.com. I wish you an amazing day.